On this episode, I talk about dress code, meditation, and horrible glasses of wine. Go! You ask questions, and I answer them. This is the Ask Gary V Show. It's Gary Vay, Nerd Chuck, and welcome to episode 60 of the Ask Gary V Show. Fun fact about the number 60. Oh yeah, I brought it back. Number 60 is the number of DeBrickshaw Ferguson, who is an offensive lineman that the Jets drafted, oh, I don't know, about 10 years ago. And that was the first time I showed up on ESPN, pointing to my head that it was a smart pick. And I was correct. Before I get into the questions this week, uh, or today, uh, speaking of this week, I know it's been a little sporadic, the two-week vacation, only one last week, because I've been hustling, I went to CS, had a bunch of meetings, then yesterday spoke in Orlando. Uh, I think we do it today, we do it tomorrow, but tomorrow night I go to LA, so probably none the rest of the week. Guys, I'm hustling, I'm trying to put out the show, I see all of you bantering, we want it, we want it. I know you want it, I'm trying, but uh, I don't want to put episodes in the can. I like the kind of day of stuff going on because I get to stay in the pulse of the Vayner Nation. So bear with me. Uh, I am running multiple organizations. Elijah asks, the dress code at Vayner is clearly casual. Do you think dress affects professionalism or performance? Uh, that's a really solid question. Uh, the answer is uh, very deep. The answer is no. I think that dress does not impact uh, performance or professionalism. I know that some people disagree with me. I think those people are going to lose, um, period. Charles asks, is the Ask Gary V show your version of meditation? It seems like it helps you organize your thoughts. Charles, this is a really good question. I, I saw this one come through the stream uh, and, I, and I, it took me a step back because I'm like, does it? Like, you know. What I can tell you is this, I think the brilliance of the Ask Gary Vee show when the business historians look back at it is, uh, <laughs> that was so awesome. Anyway, uh, when people look back, when I look back, when the team looks back, when you, the collective audience looks back, when you, uh, the person that's watching this video three years from now, look at this show and realize that I was on it was, We've created this show as a foundation point to all of the other content that I'm putting out. And so the ability to use this show that then allows India and Steve to help me write medium form content. I mean, I think all of you have seen that over the last you know, six to eight weeks, my ability to pump out medium and GaryVaynerchuk.com, uh, animated GIFs, all these things are all coming from this central seed. So the ability to put out this show, which brings a lot of value to a lot of people, it's one great jab at the highest levels for the people that know what I'm referring to. And then it's also a gateway drug to more content that is content made to be gateway drugs to awareness about me and to create leverage. It's just one big machine of brilliance. Austin asks, when someone gives you a horrible glass of wine, how do you politely get rid of it? Austin, when somebody gives me a horrible glass of wine, I have no version that is polite in response to such a negative action. I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, I don't know, my, my mom crushed it. I mean, we've talked a lot about her. Like, it's very easy, it comes very natural for me to be polite. I, I'm, I really took a lot of pride in being the anti-snob in the wine world. And for me to be like, this is crap, you know, I'm always using the hedge terminology of like, oh, thanks, you know, by the way, if you like this, 
you should really try this. And that's kind of my polite way of saying like, this is crap, you should check this out, you're gonna like it a hell of a lot more. Um, and, and, and by the way, it doesn't offend me and I also, you know, listen, there's a big part of me that loves tasting crap wine um, because it gives me context. It's one of the reasons I like following so many of you on social media. So many of you are putting out such crap content, it reminds me what is good content. And I know that sounded harsh and I know a lot of you are like, woo, right? And I know it's a rule to not diss your audience, I, I'm coming to you with straight love. Um, this is another rant and I'm gonna do this once every 20 episodes. You're watching this, you're engaging, you're all giving me these daps, you're leaving comments in YouTube, you're, you're giving me big ups, and then I'm watching and I've, I've had a little bit of vacation time where I worked a little bit, I've had a little bit of travel time where I've looked a little bit more. I'm getting very deeply um, inspired slashed uh, connected to let's say the core 1000 of you that watch this show and I've been going down the rabbit hole and I just want to remind all of you, lack of consistency is a, is a massive vulnerability. Hey Gary, my name is Michael. I like almonds and reading books. My question for you is, what could cause the extinction of the real estate agent as we know it? You keep making t-shirts and I'll keep buying them. Oh, and one more thing, ting. <laughs> Do we include you saying ting? Yeah, I want to keep the ting. No, Let's editing. keep the ting. <laughs> the, the bar has been raised <laughs> for video questions. Vayner Nation, take note, the bar has been raised. Amazing question, thank you so much guys. Uh, great production, DRock, you love it, right? That was good, that was good, that was awesome. Stefan. Yeah, that was good stuff. Um, I actually don't think that there is a lot, you know, I think there's a false sentiment in the market that technology eliminates humans. I think technology sets up the humans that understand how to use that technology to leverage ahead against the other humans that don't. So, you know, what eliminates the, the real estate agents of the moment in the future? Well, it's their lack of innovation and adjusting to the tools that are at their hands and then just becoming a dying breed. My friends, I, I'm not making up or talking about anything new. Innovation has forever the phone, the, the yellow pages, radio, television, the internet, direct mail, video game marketing. Like, like every time there's been another innovation and that will happen forever, it kills off the prior animal unless the animal is unable to uh, adjust and, and it's not an age thing. There's tons of 60 year olds right now that are crushing modern day marketing. The percentage is very small and it comes out of getting fat. Right? It comes out of, you just made enough money at this point, you're on to new and better things, and I mean that. You guys hear a lot of hustle from me, but I, I'm enormously happy for the gal that's 63, making 240 a year, and you know, put in her dues, and she wants to go to the fancy food show on that Tuesday, instead of calling 100 people and selling another apartment, or she wants to spend an extra weekend in an Aspen timeshare. Like, do your thing. Like, when I talk about hustle, please know that I'm not judging you. It's all predicated on what you want. The only people I make my hustle stuff for are the people that are talking shit, that they want fucking things to happen, and they want to win, and they want to buy, I'm gonna buy the Clippers when you buy the Jets. Dude, you work four fucking hours, you ain't buying shit. And so, that's where I get pissed off. But if you've decided consciously that you want to have a great work-life balance and things of that nature, then that's great. And those are the people that get disrupted. They've lost the hunger for a better thing. I'm not looking down at them, congrats. Let me give you a real freaking secret here on the Ask Gary Vee Show episode 60. 
If tomorrow I read that there was a new drug in the market, FDA approved, and I could take it, and it would take, this is gonna with a lot of your heads, and it could take ambition out of my body, I would do it. I'm, my gift is my curse. You know, it, you know I, I love what I do, but I promise you, and this, so many of you are about to be disappointed with me, but I'm talking truth here. I would take the pill that would get me down to 10% less ambition and hunger because I'd have a little bit more balance and there's a lot of attractive things that come along with that balance. But that's not the way it is. And honestly, I'm super pumped the way I have it. So, and weirdly as I said that out loud, I kind of don't want to take the pill. But, you get the gist, right? And so, (laughs) so who gets disrupted? Fat cats. John asks, you give with zero expectation of return, so you're never disappointed. That's really tough. How do you do it? John, I do it because that was the talent that I was gifted with. It is, it is the essential backbone of my success. I mean, and I've said it to about other things, so it's always a mix, right? Like, it's hard to say this, but like, boy, boy am I thankful that, boy am I thankful that I have it. I, you know, I look for it in others. It is a huge competitive advantage um, it's, it's like being born beautiful, right? It's a competitive advantage. Luckily for me, I got both. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, for me, it is really, 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 really something that I, I'm so thankful for. How do I do it? The same way everybody does everything. It was just there. I didn't cultivate my lack of expectation. There's no like lack of expectation exercises that, you know, that you can get into. Uh, but boy, is, is it been a, Look, the truth is people like people, right? And people do business with people, and people sense people through a camera, through an audio podcast. They sense people. I have enormous selfishness on the things that I want to achieve, but the fact that I have this lack of expectation and I'm willing to give and give chances and give opportunities and just flat out give without ever thinking, what am I gonna get in return? Knowing that eight out of 10 times I will get something out of return and it's pure. It's just the purest version of it, I won. And so like, you know, I have no clue how to instill that, um, but I can do this while I answer this question. I can tell you that it's, if it's in you, triple down on it. Don't suppress it. Don't let the cynics outside of you tell you no, you're being too nice, you're not getting anything in return. Um, it is enormous human leverage and I highly, highly, highly recommend it. For today's question of the day, I want to make a statement of the day and then I want you to leave a comment around it. I did something on Twitter a couple months ago and I remember on New Year's Eve, it rem- I reminded myself of it and it made me feel really, really good. And, and I could be confusing it because I, I do tend to confuse once in a while. I don't think we did it on the Ask Gary Vee show but we might have but there's a growing audience and if I've done it, one, they'll react and be like, you did it. I'm like, cool, I don't care. And two, uh, great, more people will do it. I am desperate for everybody who's watching this episode, whether you're watching it right now or two years from now, to pick up the phone and call somebody that they have not talked to in over one full year. And bonus points for somebody that you haven't talked to in over five years. I want you to leave the comment of who you called and what happened in the outcome of it. You keep asking questions, I'll keep answering them.